Sharp swords and handle art to spark souls And sarge souls to cross roads and bandits are Catacombs and giant doors Protect the chest of swords and legendary items With the dragon bones and iron ore It's a grand theft of Elk Scrolls Simon's quest for Joe and Earl Rock shoes to F crew Keeps the exit gaming news The police need some bad dudes To crash crew like Bandicoot All shit and gaming and glitch Control on Well, yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I and the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control-issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, do what you got to do. You can mosey on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod. We put up gameplay videos from time to time. I've been uploading a handful of things for you guys to check out so make sure you pop on over there let us know what you think lastly fly on over to twitter the handle is my control issues let us know what you think yeah we love that oh man um we are right at black friday time hey dub oh killer trying to get out yeah <laughs> right when he heard the music come in he's like yeah time for me to go Time for a kitty to get the hell out. Yeah, it's getting a little too professional up in here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're right about the fl- Black Friday time. Black Friday time. I, the deals are coming down. Uh, mm-hmm. The believe PSN put up their prices for their Black Friday deals. Check yeah, those out. Yeah, I, um, I got my Christmas list together. Amazon got their prices up. You know, well, they don't have their prices up, but you can put it in your cart and see the sale price. Yeah, they got the Cyber Monday coming. Mm, the Cyber Truck. That Cyber Monday. That Cyberpunk. That that Cyber Treasure Truck. <laughs> and then the Cyber Truck in Cyberpunk, possibly. Powered by, uh, what was it? Elon Musk? Yes. The Musky Dust? Yes. People are trying to say that that uh, Cyber Truck looks like um, it was made on the PS1. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's about 12 polygons. <laughs> That might be apt. You see Cloud riding in the front seat with Barrett. (laughs) That's the horn. (laughs) Damn, that would be a hard horn for a car. Oh, that'd be amazing. Every time you show up somewhere. (laughs) As you're holding it down. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, if you could really customize your horns in that way. There is only been like, what, one customized horn and it's the and then there's um no that was that was the one that was the one yeah that's like really we stopped right there when it came to customized horns well it's like it came out and people immediately realized yeah this this will be really bad real soon oh man like how do you not have your beyonce or your rihanna horns that woo woo how do you not have your swiss beats horns with them whistle tips (laughs) my man bubba (laughs) it's only in the moment (laughs) (laughs) i I got three moves first move the finisher (laughs) his first move is the finisher finisher. (laughs) 
Oh man, look that up if you haven't seen that. Bubba Rub Whistle Tips Tosh.0. The original like viral videos. <laughs> but with all that said, hey Dub, what have you been playing? Well, man, I have still boldly gone to galaxies far away in times long, long ago, digging my way through Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I got some videos up on the Twitch for you guys to check out. Uh, it ranges from when I first began the game to where I am now, which is several dozens of hours deep into this sprawling epic adventure. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm starting to 100% the planets and I guess I'm preparing to get going on the final run of the game. I've gotten extremely comfortable and at home with the combat. Now as I get to just enjoy the spectacle and think about little things I want to do, I'm starting to learn more things I can interact with using my force powers in combat. Like I'm pulling droids out the air. I'm pushing blocks and crushing bounty hunters. Damn. I like it's, Every time that I think that I've gotten like the final the final upgrade or the final ability or I've seen the end of an area or I've seen it at its worst or its best, then suddenly the game's like, oh, yeah, and this just happened. Oh, here's an upgrade. Oh, here's this. Oh, I need to do something. And it just keeps going. I'm still unlocking cosmetics. Uh, I... I got an ability that I was fairly certain I was going to end up getting, and it has been the answer to all of the puzzles I couldn't solve, just like I thought it would be. So the game is outstanding. I'm really just appreciating the art style, the level design. One thing I greatly dislike is that there's no fast travel kind of system in the game. And, you know, I'm not a fast travel guy. I'm not trying to skip over the experience. But at the same time... Yeah, a person who played the Fallout hardcore mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still playing it, by the way. <laughs> trying to get trying to complete that. But with this game, it's just that your ship is your only way to get to other planets. So if you explore the deepest reaches of a level you're gonna have to make it back (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can use the resting points on the way back it's not like you run the risk of dying it's just that tedium of now backtracking through the entire level checking the map numerous times to make sure you're going in the right direction yeah when they made this game a metroidvania they literally made it after metroid you clear it out and you (laughs) it'd be great if if even better if the planet was exploding every time you had to make your way to the ship. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. When are they going to give us the 3D third person Metroid? Uh, yeah. Cuz don't get me wrong, prime first person, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 2D third person, that's awesome, but I want the I want the real deal. I want that third person. I want to be able to pan the camera around Samus. I want to be shooting stuff in 3D, but that's neither here nor there. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, definitely one of my favorite games so far. I mean, I've gotten a lot of things and I've seen a lot of stuff that I can't talk about here because AMC wants to also take that journey one day. On the Christmas list? And I don't want to spoil that for you, so I'm not going to do that. That would be rude. However, it's Man, dude, I got you some really, shit in store. You really become a Jedi. Like I, we went into this pretty cold. We watched some of the trailers. We watched the final preview, but I don't think, like in most cases, the videos and everything really conveyed the 
breadth of content and the amount of things that you can do in that game, as well as just how overwhelmingly, unabashedly Star Wars the entire experience is. It's absolutely one of my favorite games of the year. Yeah, are you saying that you can't watch the trailer and just figure out the entire game? Uh, (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. Like how people would like you to believe. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying, because you get no sense of the enormity of the levels, especially when you don't interact with them yourself. You don't get a sense of the combat until you're in those situations blocking those attacks quick stepping kick a guy in the back force push another guy off a ledge send a blaster bolt back in the guy's face hack a droid get it working for you like all that kind of stuff unlocking shortcuts solving puzzles hunting down the last boxes in certain areas so yeah getting back on that point i'm at the point where i've 100 percent at the first planet I'm two boxes away from 100%ing the second planet. I've done most of everything there is to do on the third planet, so I just need to go back, scrape that clean. And then I believe the story is driving me toward the fourth planet, which I went to earlier because I had to get something. (laughs) And it significantly changed my gameplay experience. But, yeah, now I'm at that point. I think we're getting close to the end. So while I'm... Very sad that this game is coming to an end. I am very grateful that it was developed and released successfully because it's easily one of the best games of 2019. It's on my list of all-time favorites. I think more people should be out there enjoying this game. So if you haven't, make sure you at least give a shot to Fall in Order. Yeah, I'm sure it's getting its critical success, but maybe we'll see it get some uh, hardware. More to come with that later. Oh, man, if they have DLC. (laughs) But AMC, what have you been playing? Um, I don't have much this week. I play a little more Divinity, but it's actually really a slow gaming week. So pretty much at this point in the Phantom Forest, um, figured out who the Phantom is, and I had to go to the the Temple of the Dead to learn about the Phantom. Damn. so That's a good place to learn about Phantoms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was actually pretty interesting how to get in there. I had to basically kill a teammate because the only way you can get there is through death. Kill a teammate <laughs> and then transport them on like the, um, I guess, the offering shrine. And then once there, I had to use the. Uh, so did you, you got the pyramids, obviously, where you can then like teleport yeah, the teleport pyramid. So you gave them the one pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to transport with that pyramid to the land of the dead, revive, revive him and then keep it moving. I love it. So, yeah, that game is a shit puzzle solving there. And it's fun. Got my invisibility now with one of my dudes. Um, so now it just makes it a lot easier sneaking around and really uncovering things when you come across those centuries. But yeah, um, let's get into the topics of the week, Ada. T- Top topics, topics of, of the, the week, Ada. A dub, a dub, a dub, a dub. So we're gonna hit this one real quick off the top. We got uh, NPD for October. Mm. Let's run that shit down because it's gonna be very interesting um, for October. Yes, for October. Oh, okay. Because um, November is the one I'm really waiting on. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for November, especially to see how Star Wars uh, lines up, especially with uh, some of the games that are in October, especially uh, the big one being uh, Call of Duty, I believe, came out towards the end of October. So we're going to see how those sales carry over in November, and then especially going up against a Star Wars game that is almost guaranteed to sell 
EA behind it. Well, I mean, we'll see. People yeah. had their reservations about it, even though it's exactly what they've been begging EA to give them. Yeah, we'll see how they decided to vote with their wallets <laughs> with this game. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then there's just there's a lot of stiff competition all around. But, yeah, let's get into the top 20 best-selling games of October. So, number one on the list, as mentioned earlier, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Damn. Yeah, that's... um. No surprise, uh, the numbers will get into them later on, and they're big, and yeah, Call of Duty is just right back at the top, right where it needs to be. Number two on the list, um, maybe no shocker, but this is a game that did really well, critically, The Outer Worlds. Okay, so, good Obsidian, shit, Obsidian. Yeah, exactly, showing up strong with uh, their first game before, I guess, going exclusive and... Justifying that acquisition. Exactly, and yeah, it's just showing that their development talent <laughs> really sticking it to bethesda Tata. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah take that like, you got like 15 million more copies to go <laughs> exactly um number three on the list luigi's mansion three so all right luigi's mansion holding it down strong that That's ghostbuster it. love yes sucking them up and slamming them down yeah and luigi getting some love so as far as like uh you know playing second fiddle to mario people saying oh i don't know if like luigi can hold it on his own we're seeing that he can hold it on its own and he is selling really well the best-selling nintendo game of the month three games strong yeah <laughs> number four on the list madden nfl 20 no surprise no surprise number five actually the only surprise here being number five on the list nba 2k20 so nba 2k20 was number one last month and it was higher than madden so it's interesting to see that madden outsold it this month possibly there was a sale going on who knows but yeah madden jumping back up everybody already got 2k yeah exactly and that attach rate they want to get back on they want to play patrick mahomes my homeboy number six on the list tom clancy's ghost recon breakpoint so standing strong it was still n- selling yeah number six also last month in september number six for october i mean there was the whole thing with ubisoft saying that they felt the game was underperforming so it is really interesting to see what their idea of success would have been for this game and maybe underperforming being they just looked at it how it was received critically and they felt that that part was the um underperformance and maybe it is selling well i'm not sure but two months back to back number six but selling steadily yeah exactly number seven wwe 2k20 with those faces exactly with With, that hair and those eyes with all the physics going wrong all the all the falling through the (laughs) with the steps steps (laughs) melting through the ring yeah (laughs) everything that could go wrong went wrong with this game and debuted at number seven for october so good job yeah (laughs) wait way to show up and vote and you know what hey good on the consumers who did buy that and show that like hey we still want this game we're gonna be and that's the way it should be it's like yo we want this game we're gonna call you out because it was poorly made but we still want this game so you know get it together yeah we want the fiend uh number eight fifa 20 number nine still in the top 10 borderlands three mm-hmm and number 10, because everybody said nobody wanted it, but it still showed up. Number 10 on NPD, Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. The new the new Wii Fit. That new Wii Fit. People wanted to get fit, apparently, with their Switch. So you can't say that nobody wanted it because 
10th on the list. <laughs> so Nintendo, in introducing motion controls, just unexpectedly becomes the fitness console of choice. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> is funny, too, because with, like, maybe with, like, I guess there would be a little bit of, um, like, balance issues, but you would think, like, virtual reality would get more into it. I, I've seen yeah. that they had, like, the boxing game, I believe. But, um, yeah, like, Nintendo's still trying to keep people working out and trying to do it right. I mean, once we get that VR, it just plugs in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> and then hopefully you can have on some kind of suit that stimulates your muscles and simulates pain and shit. Oh, yeah. But mostly stimulates your muscles so you could you could grind and really grind. <laughs> yeah, get that thing, like, just flexing on your on your, your abs. Like, dude, imagine, imagine, like grinding in a game in your brain for the eight hours that you're sleeping mm-hmm. and then you're in the game like you power level in the game dark soul style like if i did that i would have got millions of souls and just level 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 and then you come out you take off the suits like yeah <laughs> and imagine it was so good that it got to the point where you're kind of like lee like where you're just like ripping your muscles apart because you, you should stop working out but you're like no it's too addicting i'm getting better the game is too good i can't put it down all the real world warnings <laughs> start coming up muscle tears <laughs> um okay so number 11 on the list legend of zelda links awakening all right number that's 12. good yeah so we got a lot of oldies but goodies on here number 12 mario kart 8 13 minecraft 14 grand theft auto 5 mm. 15 still holding it down mortal kombat 11 uh 16 overwatch so you can't say nobody wants overwatch either people still supporting blizzard apparently i mean especially after that news that simply having the original will allow you to play overwatch 2 multiplayer no charge you want and you won't lose any of your progress so you can start unlocking them skins now let that carry over with you, you to can, overwatch 2 you can start buying those loot boxes now yeah <laughs> not gonna lose them um number 17 super smash brothers ultimate 18 code vein still charting really yeah i guess people wanted that anime souls dub in north america <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the weebs unite <laughs> 19 red dead redemption 2 and to close it off still selling legend of zelda breath of the wild damn breath of the wild and red dead 2 still moving that's good moving them units all right so let's get into the numbers behind them units dollar sales of tracked video game software declined 37 percent in october versus a year ago to 620 million this comes with the caveat a dub despite this decline october 2019 track software sales represent the third highest total ever achieved for an october month trailing over trailing only october 2008 and october 2018 so last year um there was a note uh, on the side i didn't put it here but to throw out october 2018 they're saying one of the big contributors to that being one red dead redemption 2 obviously but then call of duty came out earlier in october um last year and so i had a full month's worth of sales and so october last year just completely killed it but this is third best in a year that has seen overall decline software sales wise it's nice to see that october we're having one of the third best of all time uh call of duty modern warfare here's some notes on that this is the 12th consecutive year of call of duty game has ranked as the best-selling game of its release month call of duty remains the best-selling video game franchise in u.s tracked history by dollar sales Mm -hmm. luigi's mansion 3 note luigi's mansion 3 set a new launch month franchise sales record besting the previous high set by luigi's mansion the og 
And then this is a note on fighting games in 2019. Year-to-date sales of fighting genre games are at an all-time high, with genre sales 11% higher than the previous year-to-date high set in 2015. Both Mortal Kombat 11 and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate have significantly contributed to that success. So yeah, fighting games, killing it right now. Mortal Kombat 11, just not really getting a lot of discussion, but just steadily killing it over this entire year. You think that might have something to do with the increasing popularity of EVO? I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, yeah, was it Smash Brothers had like the 15 biggest... 15 million copies. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a huge community. Yeah, exactly. And they're all showing up and showing out when it comes to EVO. And so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that those two games just keep getting high bills when it, at EVO f- for the years to come. I imagine... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's move to the uh, the ten the ten best selling games of 2019 so far. Number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Um, the significant thing here, as I mentioned before, it came out towards the end of October. So uh, it came out October 25th. So it's only out for six days, and it's already the best selling game of the year. Well, damn. <laughs> what it what was? Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I imagine uh, those November numbers are going to be pretty huge. Uh, number two. NBA 2K20, number three. So two games, NBA 2K20 debuted last month, was the best-selling game, number two on the list. And then Call of Duty has been out for only six days and is already the best-selling game of the year. So that just shows how strong those fall numbers can be. Yeah. Number three, Madden NFL 20. It's a sign of a, of a bad year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember everybody was complaining about White Phosphorus before Modern Warfare came yeah. out. Best selling game of the year, <laughs> instantaneously. But we got to discuss this. Uh, number four, Borderlands 3. Number five, Mortal Kombat 11. Number six, still charting, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number seven, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Number eight, because you all hated it, but you showed up and bought it, Anthem. Which is expected to get that 2.0 overhaul, which is now sparking new interest in it. Yeah, and that's kind of... Why haven't they given up on this? (laughs) (laughs) And that's like the whole point is like, you already have such a big installment, so why not keep it going? Uh, Number nine, Smash Brothers Ultimate. And number 10, to close it off, Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, as far as individual consoles, we'll do the top five. Xbox One, number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Two, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Mm. Number three, Madden NFL 20. Four, The Outer Worlds. Number five, NBA 2K20. It's interesting, actually. Um, okay, so number PlayStation 4, number one, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Number two, Outer Worlds. So mm-hmm. actually... On Xbox One, Outer Worlds was number four. On PlayStation, it was number two. Well, that makes sense because it was on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's right. Those numbers aren't there. Number three, NBA 2K20. Number four, Madden NFL 20. And number five, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Nintendo Switch, number one, Luigi's Mansion. Number two, Ring Fit. They showed up. They Damn. wanted to get fit. Still. <laughs> number three, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Mortal, uh, four, Mario Kart 8. And number five, Smash Brothers Ultimate. And then just a console note, Nintendo Switch was, again, the best-selling hardware platform of October and remains the best-selling platform of 2019. Year-to-date, hardware spending has declined 23% versus a year ago to $2.1 billion. Nintendo Switch is the only platform with sales gains both in October as well as year-to-date. 
Um, so let's get to the next topic of the week, A Dub. Top topic, topic of, of the, the week, week. A Dub. You got them nominations. So, as you guys know, the year is coming to a close, and we are fast approaching the awards season. Specifically, the Game Awards, produced by Jeff Keighley, has <laughs> released their list of nominees in the various categories they have. I think they're up to 29 now. And we're going to present that information to you right now. So, the Game of the Year nominees for the Game Awards 2019. Here we go. Control, mm. Death Stranding, mm. Smash Ultimate, mm. Resident Evil 2, mm. Sekiro, mm. The Outer Worlds. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, awesome to see one Sekiro on that list. Uh, Absolutely. Like, I could I could easily make the case for why it shouldn't be on the list, but it's one of my favorite games, so I'm not going to question it. <laughs> yeah, and as you said... Uh, your favorite of the Souls franchise at this point? Absolutely. Yeah. The only one I've completed. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> want to see more of that. We've seen with uh, Star Wars, and um, obviously they didn't copy them, but that, that whole stagger damage, uh, well, at least like your stance damage and the stamina there, that being a, a big gameplay mechanic. Yeah, and breaking down your enemy's posture in order to deal actual damage to them. You end up in these battles where it's this ballet of swords and and lights and clashing metal and lightsabers yeah. <laughs> all just to get like the just those two hits like that one hit just to ah it's over yeah and especially like in a time especially like 2019 where people are kind of down on games but yeah people are also saying that there's nothing new this generation that like that's coming from game development we're seeing one that fighting style and then also death stranding and what they've been able to do with doing their own stranding genre <laughs> yeah uh what are the other games on there for game of the year control okay control so what were your thoughts on control well i loved it so i'm glad to see it at least get a nomination i highly doubt it's gonna win i could see a reason for it to not be there because it's it it's not it, i think that there are better games than it that could have been on there such as like the division two i feel Probably deserved the nomination. That was an excellent game. Unsung hero. <laughs> Unsung hero the, of the genre. Uh, I feel like maybe Borderlands 3, just because of the content, the fan service, and just the improvements that they made to the Borderlands formula while still being so familiar. But the jokes. But the jokes. <laughs> I don't like this humor. I don't like this writing. It ruins everything. It ruins the first two games for me. <laughs> that had the same writing. <laughs> the same humor. Yeah. But honestly, I am very glad to see Control got a nomination. Personally, if I it, having the choice between Sekiro and Control, it's a little tough, but I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel like a vote was misplaced if it was cast for Control. I mean, that game did beautiful things visually. It the lore that it created with the FBC and the whole paranatural, just all the investigations they're doing, the items that you can interact with, they they did tremendous work bringing that entire world and that entire experience to life in an interactive manner. They also did a lot of interesting things with their physics and their destructibility. I'm a sucker for any game where you can fly to any extent, as well as use telekinetic powers, so... Control ticks a lot of boxes for me personally. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that critically, 
I heard a, a ton of positivity behind it. People are having a great time with the game. And then NPD wise, we had mentioned like wasn't charting, didn't show up on the top PlayStation downloads, but critically all a lot of people are saying that they were enjoying the game. And so it is cool to see that it is getting that acknowledgement, even if it didn't show up maybe sales wise as like maybe we would have expected that to have been reflected. It's also winning other kinds of awards from other kinds of shows. So it isn't like this game is just going unnoticed and suddenly popping up on a game of the year list. It's getting the recognition and the praise that is commensurate with its quality and its content. It's an outstanding game. And you said also Fire Emblem on there? Or no? No. <laughs> so what else is on there? Smash Ultimate. That makes sense. I mean, good. see, but then you get to these other games and you start to see the obvious reasons why they're on the list. Smash Ultimate, highest selling fighting game of all time, best smash of all time. And if anything, um, what's kind of crazy about that one is it came out in December of last year. So to then still be strong enough to then be in contention for game of the year for the following year, it's a good sign for that franchise. It's nuts. I mean, Resident Evil 2 one of the most beautiful well done remakes of a game i've ever seen that was already a great game yeah and you can't go wrong when you're remaking <laughs> the classics but the way that they did it with just the damage that the zombies take the overall visuals you got your man mr x running around at your ass <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's a train <laughs> yeah it's one of the resident evil 2 is by far one of the only games I've seen receive just overwhelming love across the internet. Everyone who played like, yep, this is my game of the year. This is the best game of the year. It's unbelievable. I mean, a good sign too. looking forward, just based on some of the trailers and gameplay demos we've seen of Final Fantasy VII Remake, a possibility of that game being game of the year now is definitely a possibility if we're seeing Resident Evil have this type of success and the reaction that we're seeing towards Final Fantasy VII. People are already banking on The Last of Us 2 to take it without effort. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm, know. I think they forgot about Final Fantasy VII. And who knows? Cyberpunk might step up and be the dream that we all wanted. Oh, we have. Up. Yeah, we have some heavy hitters next year. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, the Outer Worlds. Obsidian's return to form making a familiar style game with their own unique twist on it in a much different setting than we've seen that kind of game before managed to ship it on day one with very few if any technical issues so that's also a tremendous boon for them as a brand and for that kind of game design and a more focused design as far as um those style of games because people had been used to the the more very open world exploration style of like the fallout games and then to this this deciding that we're going to actually have it be a more focused experience and people still responding well to that that version of it giving it its own i guess take which like lets it stand out on its own a little bit more it just makes sense yeah and then there's death stranding (laughs) (laughs) i haven't gotten far enough in it to see what other people may be seeing when they decided to hit it with about 10 nominations. However, I've heard good things about it from people who have made it deeper into the content from my own personal experience. I mean, it's visually breathtaking the pacing and even the way that the music comes in at critical moments. It, it, there's something special there. It's, you got to peel back a number of layers before you can get to whatever that speciality may be. But whatever is there is obviously good enough for it to stand on this list. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, if you can say one thing about this game that you can't say about a lot of the games on this list is 
it's completely doing its own thing and could be something else moving forward from here on out. Absolutely. And then we have the nominees for best game direction. Mm. We got Control, which I would agree with because just just the art style and the general style of the game itself, it it really sucks you into that world where anything can happen, nothing is ever as it seems. And it's it's nuts. It's a mind fuck sometimes. Yeah, it, like the things I had heard, I obviously didn't play control, so I'll just speak by other people's impressions. But the things I had heard that really that they really did well with this game is one in an environment that should be i guess very bland and stale as an office building they managed to give it its own life and personality and to set the tone of the entire game moving forward and then um some of the the ways that they set up the world as far as like direction like reading signs and then knowing where you are where to go uh, rather than just having all these indicators pop up um they did a really good job of setting all that up for you to be able to not be not to not have that stuff take you out of the immersion of the game rather than just having it as a part of the environment yeah it looks as clean and sterile as you would expect a government organization to maintain itself however at the same token it looks like people work there like people take breaks there <laughs> like everything's not everything's not perfectly clean but everything is where it's supposed to be the departments look like what those departments would look like yeah man it's awesome uh, next game with best game direction nomination death stranding huh i mean we'll see i don't have much to, <laughs> i don't have much to go by with that game so it, it's kind of tough to talk about it in the context of you know what its strength is within each individual category so uh, <laughs> Next game, best game direction, Resident Evil Two. Uh huh. So again, can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. It's a, it's a gorgeous remake. It's unbelievable that we've unexpectedly reached the point where you have dynamic damage to zombies on that level, where you can blow off everything except their brain stem, and they still come at you with that lower mandible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next nominee for best game direction is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice <laughs> I mean unbelievable one of the few games in recent years that have taken us back to that feudal Japan era or I don't know if it's Meiji Restoration or Tokugawa one of the eras it's, for a Souls game story cutscenes all that's there right has a story has tons of secrets and shortcuts i mean excellent level design as we come to expect the highlight of the entire game being that breathtaking combat system where you're sword clashing with all these enemies trying to figure them out trying to deal those death blows deal that real damage it's yeah man it deserves the nod here for best game direction, I mean, something like a Borderlands is just more Borderlands, <laughs> but that's not bad. That's actually great. It, is, is Borderlands on there? No. Okay. Outer Wilds is, though. Yes. And again, like you said earlier for the Game of the Year portion, it's more focused. So you have what is seemingly a very open style of game that you come to expect from that first person obsidian kind of Fallout ish kind of game they made new vegas everybody keeps reminding people of that so i'm gonna do it too 
but it's it's tighter and more focused, which allows them to make better, more handcrafted content with greater control over what the player experiences rather than you running off the rails and blowing somebody's head off. So then we get to best narrative. First game nominated, A Plague Tale Innocence. I know anything about this. Have you seen that? It's the game. It it talks about the era of like the Black Plague when, when Europe was overrun with rats. Yeah. So it's that kind of game. It's it's, it's, it's I don't dishonor. think there I don't think there's combat of any type or there might be you might send the rats on somebody. Are you a medic? No, you're a woman with a child and I guess you're trying to escape the plague. Okay. Yeah, and it's real big on using fire to keep the rats away. I guess they don't like fire and shit. <laughs> Not much I can say about a plague tale. I'm trying my best to dig out something. It looks great. I've seen people online talking about it positively and recommending that people play it. So it might be something that I get into somewhere down the line. And that's where these type of war shows come in. Like they, I find use in them is you hear about games that you might've missed during the year. And it's like, Oh, let me look that up. I remember I didn't get doom until after we went to the game awards when we saw them perform. Is it them? <laughs> you mean him? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was like just two dudes, <laughs> the keyboard player, the guitar, yeah, or the drummer, I should say. Yeah. We saw that performance <laughs> and then just hearing about that game. And I was like, I need to check this out. And then obviously because they are geniuses, they have the game awards, PSN flash sale and it doom was half off bought that game and Damn. now I cannot wait for doom eternal Damn. also coming out next year <laughs> next nominee for best narrative control okay definitely agree with that the story of Jesse Faden and discovering the oldest house as well as the FBC quickly becoming its director unraveling the mysteries and taking down the the invading paranatural force that threatens to take over the oldest house as well as the world itself is a very compelling, well-written, excellently paced story. Tons of lore for you to get all the details and side stories on. It's, it's one of the only games where I wanted to read all of the additional stuff, watch all the videos, because I wanted to know everything about this world as humanly possible. It was that well-written and presented, in my opinion. Take that with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. uh, best narrative, next nominee, Death Stranding. Yeah, as we discussed. <laughs> now, with what little, with what little I've experienced, other game, I can say that the performances and the writing are top notch. Is I feel motivated to get out there and make these deliveries, even when speaking to the more minor characters through holograms. When I'm making my deliveries, it's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing how I'm connecting the world and giving people hope, bringing them their shit. <laughs> yeah, from what I hear, I know nothing about the story in that game, but I've heard people say that as much as a voice actor can, Troy Baker is chewing up the scenes when he is there and his character is loved and felt as a villain. I mean, I'm on the internet every day trying to look for authentic Death Stranding masks so I can get ready for Halloween 2020. Yeah. Inktober. Is he a guts man? <laughs> <laughs> hate man. You say hate man? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next nominee for best narrative, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. That's oh, that yes, game yes, where you're the detective I, yeah. and there's no real combat? Day, day one. Yeah. Day one. That game, um, I heard that they're going to 
port it to the consoles right now it's only a pc game so you're only playing it if you're uploading your drivers and making sure that you have the right ram settings and your kernels and your dlls <laughs> but yeah everything i hear about this game is made for me and i cannot wait to jump all over that when that's a console port yeah so best narrative makes a lot of sense I think you're- 10 out of 10 on like ign the game spot <laughs> yeah your builds determine what your dialogue options are going to be and how you're going to engage with investigating this case trying to figure out what's going on i mean i forget how they framed the narrative of disco elysium in ign's video review however i do remember that they were very excited about it and it displayed a great deal of flexibility as well as possibility so it's something that i'm looking forward to yeah in a genre where a lot of times you hear about like some of the other games like maybe the david cage games and whatnot where they and even like the uh, telltale games where they give you options but then a lot of times a lot of the criticism will be you feel like you're having your own experience but then you kind of learn that you're not having your own experience from what i hear from a disco elysium yeah like truly the way you build your character the experience will be completely different from anybody else's and that's one thing you can say about this game that you don't get from a lot of those styles absolutely last nominee for best narrative the outer worlds Mm -hmm. i imagine it probably has a compelling storyline obsidian's been known for that kind of stuff now i'm just gonna start hitting some of the categories let you know who the the nominees that you would expect things from, but then the nominees who seem a little more fitting for what the award is. So for Best Art Direction, Control, Death Stranding, Sekiro, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening are on there. However, two more games, Sayonara Wild Hearts and Gris. Mm, okay. Gris announced to be coming to the PS4 soon. Yes. So you remember Gris, right? That real colorful one that does the wide zoom outs while you're running through the world. It's got those cool wind effects. It looks like everything is like sketched on there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And then Sayonara Wild Hearts. <laughs> that shit is just over the top style. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're playing through a music video in a in a sense. <laughs> now, speaking of music, best score in music category, we got nominees including Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five. Where well, the music of Death Stranding is hard, dude. <laughs> I got the soundtrack in the car no, on just, the phone. It's great. It's like I'm just seeing the build up to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, with the music that gets better, the better you play. Uh-huh. Kingdom Hearts 3, uh-huh. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is like playing a the music video. Uh-huh. And then the one that fits most with this category, Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, yes. Uh, everything I heard about that, like some of the remixes that they did with the, the popular Zelda songs it it just goes so well with this game as far as the gameplay i mean zelda music already being masterpiece worthy Mm -hmm. so then taking it even a step further and then making it central to the gameplay itself giving it that bounce exactly uh best audio design this is where it gets a little samey so you know call of duty modern warfare control death stranding gears 5 resident evil 2 sekiro yeah it's interesting um a game that's like that we haven't heard on this list and i'm I'm assuming that there must have been a cutoff because everything that you tell me as far as the star wars game and the sound in that game and how 
spectacular it is i'm imagining we haven't heard that game on this list in any category yet and i'm curious like if there was just like a cutoff and star wars might have came after that well there had there had to be a cutoff i mean smash ultimate's nominated this year yeah it came out last year oh yeah it makes sense especially for that game having pretty much every song from every game that's affiliated with a character in that game i'm just gonna hit a couple more categories games for impact <laughs> death strand's gotta be on there right Concrete Genie. Okay. Gris. Okay. Kind Words, which I've never heard of. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be on that list. <laughs> Life is Strange 2. Okay. And Sea of Solitude. No, Death Stranding didn't get games for Impact? No. Nah. Trying to connect the world? No. Nah. Bring every, bring America back together? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Say the president? <laughs> and then you can, you can go check out all the nominees yourself on the Game Awards website. I'm going to finish with this last category. Best Independent Game because right. we're big in the indie scene uh first nominee baba is you mm, oh, i heard good things about this game next game disco elysium makes damn that was an independent game damn put in all the work so we're hearing in the, like we're, divinity was that kickstarted killing it yep disco elysium, both of them <laughs> yeah, disco elysium independent game killing it Seeing people like to say like oh like these indie games like playing on Super Nintendo, they're the ones that are actually trying to do some shit with these games. Exactly. Yeah. Next nominee, Katana Zero. Okay. Next nominee, that game with the where you're talking to your psychiatrist in between. Levels. Yeah, in between <laughs> slicing up mobsters. <laughs> Next game, Outer Wilds. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That one where it's like, you need your backpack. It's a long journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls combat. A lot of puzzles and stuff like that. And the last nominee for best independent video game, and you will be very excited for this one, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yes. Damn, that might be like the greatest category of all of them. Yeah. All those games were like bangers this year, and I heard discussion. Maybe Katana Zero getting the least of it, but like all those games definitely got like a ton of talk and from the people who played them were all highly recommended and if you're an xbox fan don't worry gears 5 got nominated for best action game okay so there is a presence did uh tom clancy's division 2 did that get any nominations multiplayer game anything Clancy. i mean best community support nope that's apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and rainbow six siege okay damn i don't think <laughs> i don't think that division two got anything got no love <laughs> did everything right and got no love that game is awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah. ah best multiplayer game there we go all right need you got something there. it needed to be there somewhere. it needed to be anywhere show up in some form this is what ubisoft was talking about <laughs> when they delayed everything else <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, what do you think overall with uh, the nominations If at, at a glance? I mean, they seem strong. They're definitely picking from among the best games of the year while also giving some shine to games that, that, that could have stood out more. But, you know, they're great in their own right. However, they just didn't get the attention that they probably deserved over the course of the year. Like, I'm glad to see Sekiro and Control getting so many mentions just because there was either complete apathy or negativity toward those games. People still trying to say that Sekiro, the worst of the, of the souls borns. Never again. <laughs> yeah. 
people trying to say uh, Control it had issues at launch on base PS4s <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude the game is outstanding get your shit together uh-huh. no Kingdom Hearts mentioned that there, right? uh, Kingdom Hearts is in there Kingdom Hearts was a uh, best direction was best what was it oh yeah best score and music best fanboy game <laughs> best weave game <laughs> Uh, best waifu simulator where's that <laughs> where's that category where's that award show yeah. the, the weeb awards oh my god the cosplay would be nuts the best waifu the best main character exactly the best the best game that had fishing in it there's a um i don't know if she's like chinese or japanese or anything but there's an archer uh, i guess she's competitive but she cosplays as kikyo from inuyasha Oh, okay. Yeah, with the hair and everything. I was like, what? <laughs> Does Death Stranding fall in the weeb category? or is No. So Kojima is like he's transcended weeb. I mean, he's got those real waifus. <laughs> those are like people's wives. <laughs> yeah, he got Guillermo de Tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm dead man. <laughs> I mean, overall, how did you feel about the uh, Death Stranding nominations? It, how how it showed up in in many categories i'm not far enough in the game to know whether or not it deserves it however just based on the information coming from <laughs> gaming media it seems like it's well deserved but of course there are some people who slightly disagree i have a different opinion i beg to differ i know what's really going on <laughs> oh, i know why it really got nominated lifetime achievement award Everything that he does is gold. This shit don't stink. He could do no wrong. Troll of the week. 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 This is improper. Check his taxes. <laughs> Some, something's afoot. <laughs> yeah, in a in a world where we talk about like the Star Wars boost or the Nintendo boost or the Sony boost, apparently this is getting the Jeff Keighley boost, according mm, to some people. That that kill, <laughs> getting that kill boost. <laughs> the Arkells. So as you can probably tell. Today's trolls are coming sideways at the Game Awards, mm-hmm. and this is what they have to say. Anybody surprised Jeff's boyfriend has his game <laughs> on Game of the Year? His wife. <laughs> Next troll says, the whole show will be about these two sniffing each other's farts. In case you haven't noticed by now, people are calling into question the relationship between Kojima and Jeff Keighley. Kojima being the creator of Death Stranding, which has received nine or ten nominations for the Game Awards, including Game of the Year, while Jeff Keighley is the creator and producer of the Game Awards. He, the show has issued Hideo Kojima a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, Jeff Keighley has appeared in Death Stranding itself. I actually ran into that hologram. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, Jeff Keighley seems to be over the moon about kojima <laughs> i mean he was the time that uh kojima was dealing when he was dealing with konami jeff Keighley was treating it like he was a prisoner in an internment camp he was treating it like <laughs> like an axios <laughs> expose or like vice news 
And he was covering that shit. Not no people were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> so next troll says, what the fuck? Control was so mediocre. <laughs> Control was not mediocre. Control was great. You're mediocre. <laughs> Your life is mediocre. <laughs> Everything about you mediocre. Everything about you meaty. <laughs> this shit ochre. Uh, next troll says, not sure what I want to win. List is pretty shit. Resident <laughs> Evil 2 was a disappointment. I, I Resident Evil 2, the most beloved remake, one of the most positively spoken of games of 2019. Mm-hmm. Disappointment. Mediocre. I think that guy went on to say that there was content that wasn't there. They ruined it. <laughs> Mr. X shouldn't have been there. You can always just go back and play the original, play with all your polygons. And you know what? In other, well, actually, I'll save that for the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. And next troll says, rigged, because Kojima put Jeff Keighley in his game. (laughs) I'm going to put you in my game. I'm going to put you in your game. And then I'm going to get nine nominations. Get that nod. (laughs) Get that noms. Next troll says, let's be real for a second. Death Stranding is good, but nothing amazing. It only has that many nominations because Jeff Keighley is in love with Kojima. In love. What does Jeff Keighley's love or friendship with Kojima have to do with gaming journalists from across the globe deciding to nominate a game that was well received everywhere except one major outlet? Yeah, do you have um, the criteria at hand or could you just run it down real I'll, quick i'll run it down after we get through this last troll okay. who's actually getting a little disrespectful i felt a little uneasy letting this one out the cage but this troll of the week we got to do our due diligence this troll says didn't jeff pretty much blow kojima on stage one year <laughs> i think i think we would have remembered that <laughs> unzipping him pants <laughs> and dropping to them and, knees and making it special <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mercy. Uh, yeah, so. Making eye contact. <laughs> just so that everybody's on the same page and we're speaking in the same terms, we here at Control Issues decided to tap our research department, uh-huh. A Dub and AMC, and we went to the Game Awards FAQ that's up on their website, which answers the important question of how are nominees selected for the Game Awards? Uh, to that, they answer as follows. Nominees for most categories of the Game Awards are chosen by an international jury of over 80 global media and influencer outlets selected for their history of critical evaluation of video games. The list of outlets is available here, and there is a link provided so you can see exactly who's submitting these nominations. Each voting outlet completes a confidential unranked ballot based on the collective and diverse opinion of its entire editorial staff. So in that light, it's still more than 80 <laughs> because even internally among these people, they're discussing what they would nominate. Uh, continuing along, it says listing out its top five choices in each category. Ballots are tabulated and the five games that appear on the most ballots are put forth as nominees. In the event of a tie, six or more nominees will be announced in a category, Game Awards producer Jeff Keighley is not a member of the jury and does not vote on the nominees. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just him. <laughs> it's all filtered. He's yeah. just sitting at home, sitting with his Kojima body pillow, <laughs> coming up with nominees. Jacking himself off with oh, that Metal Gear head. Right. 
<laughs> and then uh, a user on the forums by the name, he's on GameFAQs, by the name of Beef Easter, raises an important question. Uh, Beef Easter? Beef Easter. <laughs> so one user, another troll, says, uh, if, if you're now going to have awards of some kind, make sure that one of the front figures doesn't have anything to do with nominating of games. It just makes things awkward. It's just common sense. And then Beef Easter asks, can you name one award show where this isn't the case, though? Because, I mean, you think about the Grammys, you think about the Academy Awards, you think about the Emmys, the juries and the people who hold these shows are all involved with those industries, and they're all involved with the nominees in one way, shape, or form or another. So, again, this is just another example of the gaming community being oblivious to the outside world as if this stuff is strange or inconsistent with what's already been established by other mediums. Hey, if you don't like it, start your own award show. Exactly. And never get involved with gaming. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that all you got? Is that the end of it? Yeah, that's it. That's all they worth. <laughs> it's a travesty. Where are the hanging chads? I want to recount. Mockery. Troll of the week. 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 It's a conflict of interest. Where the ethics? I'm bringing Gamergate back. We gotta get Jeff Keighley off Kojima's nuts. Sucking them all. Yeah, there are, there are the people who are complaining about Devil May Cry and not getting it to do. Devil May Do. <laughs> that Devil May Do. But um, something I was alluding to earlier in the show that I want to bring up in this new topic of the week. Top topic of the week. Resident Evil Remake appears to be planned for 2020. And when I say remake, I mean remake three. The one that A-Dub's been waiting for. That nemesis? The nemesis. The one who started it all. Well, I mean, I guess Mr. X started it all, but the nemesis is the one where you take his ass down and you get gun upgrades. Chasing you. Through random screens. (laughs) Popping up. (laughs) I can't wait for Thomas the Train. (laughs) (laughs) The return. Yeah, so that's exciting news. I mean... Hopefully they give it as much time and attention as they gave to Remake 2 because that will work out beautifully for everyone involved. Yeah, it's one of those things makes sense, needed to happen, and you kind of have whatever this game is going to be, the next one that's coming out, and then you hop back on the remakes and remake of the third one just makes total sense. As I would hope that eventually we will be getting a remake of Final Fantasy VI. God. There's so much possibility and so many ways they could do that. They could they could be they could give complete homage to the originals and just give it that Octopath Traveler treatment. Or they could turn it into just this sprawling epic in the fashion of Final Fantasy Seven where you're controlling the characters. Can you imagine a full three D quadra slash with the Genji glove? 
laughing. Eight slashes <laughs> <laughs> and moving all around the enemy, <laughs> jumping off the environment. Dancing around him. That bum rush doing <laughs> the Street Fighter moves. <laughs> Getting with the pummel. <laughs> the mimic. Yes. Get, Momo, get swallowed by the giant sandworm, finding Momo, and then adding him to the party. And then Gao has to have the, anima- the animations of all the enemies in the game as yes. a possibility. Yes. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> blocking the blocking the attack yeah. and then attacking <laughs> running across the throwing screen. items from your inventory at enemies <laughs> throwing like tridents uh, and then <laughs> throw a phoenix down at your boy <laughs> you actually see what it looks like when Terra transforms into the esper form mm-hmm. uh, uh, s- stealing shit off of people square enix come on <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get, to, get it together get to play with a mogul and fight with them uh, dancing <laughs> See what that Sasquatch looks like. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, oh, there's so much. Sesser throwing money. <laughs> I can't wait to see what uh, what the, the octopus, what he looks like. Ultros, yeah, ultros <laughs> fighting in the rafters at the with the opera going on below. Yes, oh, the, the opera playing through the opera, getting on the uh, oh, doom gaze. Zozo, doom gaze. See what that blimp looks like once it's remade and you can walk all around it, talk to everybody. The Falcon. (laughs) Seeing the floating island crash into the world below and casting you in the world of ruin. Being on that island with Sid sick in the bed. Talking to the seagull. Sid is pretty much wearing the outfit of, uh, was it Fat Gum (laughs) on... uh, my Hero Academia. He's wearing that, that Walter White. <laughs> so he's wearing the radiation suit? The hazmat suit. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's the original. The original suit? I mean, we could go on and on. Yeah, they could do so much right with this game. But AMC. I think Killer wants to get back in. <laughs> you got any more topics? Nah, I think we done. You got any threads? I got no more threads. I got, do you have I, a question? And we hit an hour, so we don't even have to do the questions. We could call it a day. Then that's what we gonna do. You got any final words, A-Dub? Cast your votes. For this is Control Issues. I am AMC. And this is A-Dub. Thanks for playing. Suckers. 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 Suckers.